This is Wesley Burnett uh, talking with Libby Campbell, the executive director of the West Texas Food Bank. We're on Opportunity Odessa, the Odessa Development Corporation's podcast that talks about great things going on in Odessa, Texas, and how we are growing and continue to move forward into uh, the future, just being a great place to work, live, and uh, do business. So thanks for being here this morning, Libby. Wanted to just talk a little bit about the West Texas Food Bank about the opportunities there that uh, that have presented themselves obviously many challenges for all of us but probably on a greater sense that you see every day with not only the abilities to do your job to do your mission of the food bank but also just the challenges that most people don't understand as far as in and out uh, what you might call them differently, but maybe customers of the food bank and their challenges, things like that. So just want to talk a little bit about that and, and what's going on in Odessa out where you are. Well, thanks for having me today, Wes. I'm always excited to talk about the West Texas Food Bank. I've been the executive director now starting my seventh year at the West Texas Food Bank. Um, we do serve 19 counties of West Texas. It's 34,000 square miles, so it's about the same size of the state of Maine. We obviously do a lot of driving, if you talk about that. You know, if we talk about our fundraising needs, um, mostly what we ask for is really gas money. We're like a needy 16-year-old kid that constantly has to put gas in our trucks. Um, you know, seven years ago, we were located on 2nd Street in um, kind of almost downtown Odessa in a very sad little facility. It only had one really hand-cranked dock that you had to use to get our trucks in and out. The West Texas Food Bank last year, just to kind of give you some perspective, we did six, about six million pounds of food. So if you think about that, an elephant weighs about 15,000 pounds. So kind of to give you a, a, like a visual of what we're really moving every day. Um, 1.2 million pounds of that was actually fresh produce. And that's really important. You know, really what we want to do out here is we're located in a food desert. So it's really hard to find fresh food for our clients that we serve. We partner with over 90 different partner agencies or different nonprofits in the 19 counties that we serve to distribute that food. Really what we are is a huge logistics distribution center. We're like the Costco of SAMs to nonprofits throughout the Permian Basin. And when I go back to that, that facility on 2nd Street, we really were not equipped to do our job every day. We were doing okay, but it really wasn't, you know, we weren't, we weren't doing what we could be doing. Well, I, uh, you know, and, and I have a little history with, uh, with that whole thing on 2nd and Dixie. You're down in there where you were. You couldn't even, you, you really had to know where you were going to even find it. It was kind of tucked back behind, and it was very, like, narrow, and then it kind of went around. And just trying to get the trucks in to unload or load uh, completely... It was like a game of Tetris every yeah, day. It was, it I mean, was we had, crazy we had 18 wheelers lined up down 2nd Street blocking traffic, trying to get into this one dock, whether we were intaking a product or whether we were trying to load trucks to get out. Um, we did start a very aggressive capital campaign pretty much the first 30 days that I was um, named the executive director for the West Texas Food Bank. At that point, we were barely distributing um, 2.7 million pounds of food a year to the 19 counties that we serve. Um, again, we did six million pounds last year, and a lot of that has to do with the support of ODC in our communities that really helped us do a very aggressive capital campaign to build two state-of-the-art facilities that serve the 19 counties now. Um, Odessa, of course, we have the largest facility is in Ector County. It is a 61,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility, just like what you would see in a major metropolitan area like San Antonio, Austin, or Dallas. That's what our food bank is really 
modeled after. Um, we brought in a, a specific engineer that specialized in food banks across the country to really look at boom-bust economies, look at programming that we could bring to our community, look at dry storage, cold storage that we'd need in our freezer cooler space to really expand our services and what we do every day. Um, Midland does have a 20,000 square foot education and volunteer center that is located in Midland County. Um, ODC definitely came through and thought outside the box with us when we came to him saying, look, we really are a distribution center. Dr. Perryman did an economic impact study of the West Texas Food Bank, and just on Ector County alone, take out the other 18 counties, just Ector County, we provide a $70 million economic impact. And ODC, you guys definitely saw a value in what we do, and you guys provided us with a very generous grant over the five-year period um, for us to be able to meet certain economic hiring standards for the community, but also to give us the ability to build the facility we're in now. Because of that facility, we just celebrated our third birthday in the Odessa facility in January. Our second birthday in the Midland facility was celebrated in January. Um, we've been able to not only increase our programs, which we you know Food to Kids is a backpack program that started as a, that fed kiddos on Friday at lunch to Monday morning at breakfast. That program is now expanded to zero to 18. So we do formula and stuff for babies. We still do backpack. We have added over 13 food pantries in schools, whether it be middle schools, high schools, and we also just piloted our first elementary pantry, which will also have backpacks in there, but the whole family, it's more of a holistic approach to us feeding those families. We have expanded our kids' cafe program. We have a commercial kitchen in our Odessa facility. We used to basically serve chicken nuggets five different ways. Um, now we are serving um, you know, homemade meals, there's no fryers in this kitchen, homemade chicken pot pie, fresh drumsticks with fresh, fresh vegetables that are steamed, fresh milk. We deliver to all the boys and girls clubs in Midland, Odessa and low income housing units. And then during the summer, we actually expand our serving, our sites that we serve with. Um, that program has obviously grown. We have started an education and nutrition program where we have a gardener on staff that helps with our raised planter beds in our Odessa facility and helps with our underground and above ground greenhouses, our raised planter beds, um, our composting station in our Midland location, and that program has grown. We have been able to also add a full-time dietitian to our um, staff who is teaching classes all over the 19 counties that we serve. In Odessa, we've had a very successful relationship with the Junior League of Odessa doing our kids in the kitchen class. Those classes are packed. We're having to turn people away almost. We don't have enough space. We have been able to partner with things like um, the Education Partnership, and we've been able to hold large summits that deal with education. We have huge volunteer events. We have over 6,000 volunteers a year, which saves us a quarter of a million dollars worth of payroll. But all these things wouldn't be possible without the support of the ODC and also the Ector County, you know, the community itself here being able to fund us. Libby, obviously passionate about what you're doing and, and it's such a benefit to our community and, and what we're doing just as a quality of life issue as far as things that need to be addressed in your community that a lot of times people don't even think about, but how ODC worked with you and the West Texas Food Bank in order to hopefully uh, move that project forward was, was a great thing in Odessa. Uh, the location's on Pagewood and... It's perfect. Yes. You know, we're right in between JBS Parkway, basically is what we're off of, in between um, Business 20 and kind of I-20, and it's a great location. Obviously, again, we're moving 6 million pounds of food. We have a fleet of almost 10 trucks. We have an 18, two 18-wheelers. 
you know, and then we also bring in, procure a ton of product. Without that facility, when we first started, when I first started on 2nd Street, we were only doing about 400,000 pounds of fresh produce a year. Last year we finished at 1.2 million pounds. Because of the gift from ODC and the support of the community, we were able to put in over a 1.2 million dollar cooler freezer and also plan for expansion on that cooler freezer when we need it. Um, that cooler freezer tripled our space that we were able to have storage for, for fresh fruits and vegetables, but also frozen meats and dairy products. Mm. Um, within the first 24 hours we were moving in that facility, we were able to take a donation of milk from um, the dairy guys that you know, school was out, it was over Christmas, that would normally have been thrown away, but we were able to take that product and burn and turn it in less than 24 hours while we were moving into that facility. Um, the growth that we've been able to handle within our community is because there was the support of ODC to our mission of what we do. Um, you know, everyone says it's a boom, it's amazing things, and there, there are. As a fundraiser and somebody who runs a nonprofit, we love booms. Booms, mm -hmm. are, booms are great things. But there's also a very ugly underbelly that comes with a boom, um, especially out here with the way our infrastructure is and our schools and some of those other things. People move here and don't really truly understand the cost of living. Mm -hmm. We have the lowest amount of people in um, our service territory on SNAP or food stamps because they don't qualify for governmental assistance, which means they have a gap. You know, they have jobs and they're working, but they really can't afford the cost of their apartments or, you know, their, our roads are awful, so they're constantly having flat tires or even you hit a pothole the size of Dallas, knocks out of your alignment. So we are really there to help this main group of clients that either one are elderly and they're trapped and they don't, they cannot take advantage of oil field jobs. They're not going to go out and lay pipe in the field when they're 85 years old, but they're on fixed incomes, but yet their property taxes keep going up, their rent keeps going up, and even just the cost of groceries and fuel here is high. Um, and then we also, our other main demographic that we support is single parent or guardians raising children. They also have a hard time taking advantage of some of the oil field jobs just because of the long hours that they have to work or seven days on and seven days off. So those, those two groups kind of get caught. And what we really support are people who have jobs but just have a problem making ends meet. But we couldn't meet those needs without the support of the ODC. But again, there is an ugly underbelly that can come with the boom. And you know, we're blessed that we have a community that can see that and identifies that and is willing to support the local nonprofits, not just the West Texas Food Bank, but there's so many different nonprofits in our community that are stressed right now because of what's going on in our economy. And you can see it wherever you go, whether you go to the Permian Basin Rehab Center, whether you go to Salvation Army, you can see a stress within those nonprofits. Yes, that is so much of this that we um, don't understand or people don't understand, but I kind of want to wrap up this discussion and, and just reemphasize the importance of what you're doing, the vast area that you cover, but the ability that you've been afforded to triple the size of your facility, triple your capacities and all those kinds of things, just so amazing and so good but continue to need the help, continue to need the volunteer support, continue to need the funding. So I uh, want to wrap this up and just say the Odessa Development Corporation, you've been a proud partner uh, with them on this particular project and it's making Odessa a better place to be, a better place to, to live and work and do business. Uh, we want to talk a little bit more in our next podcast about the national recognition that you've had, some of the awards that you've gotten, you're going to be on some panels, but also the federal legislation and that whole Department of Agricultural kind of aspect of this particular 
uh, a thing that we have here in Odessa that a lot of communities uh, get the benefit from in our region that if it was not here, we wouldn't be able to do a lot of things that what we're doing with workforce, with jobs, with a lot of things like that. So appreciate you being here for this first part of that. We're going to wrap this one up and uh, start again in a little bit for our next podcast that you'll be able to listen to on uh, the Odessa Development Corporation's website. I want to encourage you to follow us on Twitter at Odessa Develop and also to like us on Facebook at Odessa Development Corporation. So hope you enjoy this podcast. Look forward to doing this again soon. Thanks for listening to us today on Opportunity Odessa. And to find out more about the Odessa Development Corporation and economic development in Odessa, Texas, follow us on Twitter at Odessa Develop or like us on Facebook at Odessa Development Corporation.